The following is Lord Jagannath Leela given by His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj on November 24th, 2007 in
of animal food is very particular, but he liked Brahmins a lot. So the Brahmins uh, didn't think it was very safe for them to stay in Jagannath Puri, so they couldn't leave without Jagannath. They brought Jagannath here by boat up in the Ganges, and he stayed here some time, and that's gazetted or recorded in the ancient history. And then was when Indra Dhumna Maharaj came and killed the demon, and they brought Jagannath back to Puri. So, you're in a, a very significant place. Did they show you the Balaram place? The Balaram Tirtan? He came by boat, right? He didn't mention. I specifically told when you get off the boats and you walk up on the road on the left side is the place where, as far as we can understand, Balaram fought with Maya Asura. We were trying to find where, because there's no, you know, like it's 5,000 years ago where he had a fight. But because we thought we had some, some old uh, Muslim farmer who was like 90 years old, since then he passed away, he's, oh, I know, there's one Maya Mari Mat. There's one field where it's called Maya Mari. We don't know why it's called that, but it's been called by my forefathers and the forefathers, forefathers, and the forefathers, and the forefathers. Since time immemorial. And so Maya Mari is where Maya was killed. And it's in that area, it happened in by the side of the Jalangi, so we take it that that must be the field in there. Because every field here has a name. The farmers have names, they're called Bansabari because somebody had a bamboo house there. There are all these ancient names handed down from prehistoric times. So, this Mayamara Mat, that's on the left side when you get off the, the board and it's a little bit indented, there's all rice paddies there now. And uh, so it said that during the Kurukshetra war, Balaram didn't stay in uh, Kurukshetra. He came out because he, he had trained up Duryodhan to fight club. But Duryodhan was a very uh, nasty guy and so the fight came out. So he knew he was going to get destroyed. He didn't want to be there when he watched it. So then he visited holy places and on his way he came here and the brahmanas asked him to please save them because there was this demon, Maya sort of destroyed. He also would kill brahmanas and disturb their sacrifices. And demons tend to be very disturbing elements of things. And so since he was doing the Leela as a Chatriya, then he fought with the demon, the demon and they had a huge back and forth fight and then so much blood came from the demon made like a little indentation, like a lake. So that pastime also happened nearby here. And uh, this island is called as Simantadri, which is the first island. And it's the island of Giri. Shavanam, Kirtanam, Swaranam, Bandhanaka. So this is the Swaranam island. And uh, Somehow Jagannath is here in this island, which is also the Simanta, has been named because uh, one day uh, Shiva and Kailash was chanting Gauranga's names and he was getting very ecstatic 
So he was jumping and dancing and ecstasy. Go Ranga! 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 Parvati was amazed. Why is my husband chanting so ecstatically like this? And uh, later she asked him, the wife said, what is this mantra you're chanting? Go Ranga! You don't know, this is the golden form of the Lord who appears in Navadip Dham and there he is engaged in giving out free love of Godhead to everyone. Can I also give love for Godhead? Why, why not? I mean, He gives to everyone. So then, she decided to come here. She came in this island and she started to worship Gauranga. Gauranga! 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 chanting Gauranga's holy name, so Lord Chaitanya appeared before her. And she bowed down and paid her obeisances. She was overwhelmed with ecstasy to see the golden form of the Lord. As you see in Mayapurpam, Chaitanya is very tall. His arms are long to go enough to reach down to his knees. A very broad chest, narrow waist. Thighs like a banana trees, lotus eyes going down almost to his ears, big garlands that touch his lotus feet. So like that, he was so beautiful, so handsome. And Parvati, she was praying to him. She asked, what do you want, my dear energy? He said, I heard you are giving out freely love for Godhead. You see, I am deprived. The devotees don't want to associate with me. They call me the witch maya. I'm not getting any association. So I want to get your mercy that I can also have love for Godhead. You are the most merciful. So then, what Gauranga said, Tatastaha, okay, I'm going to give it to you. And here you can realize that you're actually not different from Radharani, you're an extension of Radharani. You're, because all the energies are coming from Radha, so she's also expanded from Radha. So there she can realize they're not different from Radharani. And she got filled with love of Krishna. 
So in this island, even Maya is an ecstasy of Radharani. Haribo! So she stays here in this mood in Radha's garden, garden, garden. And somehow our Jagannath Baladevi and Subhadra are here. So these deities, they came miraculously manifested here after the original Jagannath went by back thousands of years ago. Then in the time of Lord Chaitanya, five hundred years ago, there was a, there was a Brahmin uh, called Jagadish Gangopadhyaya. And he was blind by some unknown cause and he was blind and he was always asking the devotees to take him down to Jagannath Puri. Because he was a great devotee of Jagannath, he wanted to also be in association with Lord Chaitanya. But in those days the devotees were walking to Jagannath Puri and going by crossing boats and rivers and so. To take a blind person all the way was a real selfless service. You had to practically hold his hand the whole way and 500 kilometer walk. So somehow the people he asked said yes, yes, because he wouldn't say no, he had to say yes, but then they, they, they didn't take him. When he realized that the Goranga devotees had gone, the Gauriya devotees had gone to Jagannath Puri, and again they hadn't taken him, he was feeling so frustrated and sad and was crying. That night Jagannath came in a dream and told him that when you bathe in the Ganges tomorrow, you'll find a big log. You have it taken out and there's a particular uh, carpenter who will make, should make this log into Jagannath Baladev and Subhadravidis. What's the name of that carpenter? I don't know. Do you ever know his name? You don't know. I don't think so, but just in case. Uh, so when he went to the Ganges and he took his bath, and then his body touched a, a log, a log touched his body, and then he got the villagers to help him drain out this gigantic log. He had it taken over to this uh, carpenter. And he told the carpenter that we had to make Jagannath Baladev Subhadra Devi. And the carpenter said, no, because he was a leper. He said, my, look at that, I'm infected, I got an infection and pus, and how can I make a holy deity? I'll go to hell. My pus goes on to the deity. So it's a big, because the Lord had told him again that he had to make, so then he said, well, look at The Lord told me, you have to do it. I take all the responsibility. I'm probably saying, if there's any apparatus, it's mine. I take it. I'm taking that risk. But you want to take the risk to disobey the Lord's order and not carry out His will? 
So then, with great difficulty, because his fingers were, were disintegrating because of the leprosy, with great difficulty he was uh, cutting this, carving the deities. Maybe that's why the deities are not so angular as the Jagannath Puri. Real simple. But uh, it's also one of the modified forms of the Lord Jagannath. Finally, when the deities were completed, the leper got cured and all his fingers, everything re-manifested. And then when they bathed the deities for the Mahavishak to blind the uh, Brahmin who had, he got his eyesight, so it was all some kind of miraculous uh, pastime of the Lord, of Lord Jagannath, Baladeva and Subhadra, to appear. And uh, they told their servants that they don't want because this is a Vrindavan. They don't need a Ratyatra here because they're already in Vrindavan. They just need a Sranyatra. So the biggest festival here is Sranyatra. Over there you can see the baby, the platform where they're bathed. And uh, over there in that field, and over the pets, and all the people gone. So these deities were really beautifully worshipped by uh, Jagadish and for a hundred more than a hundred years they were very nicely worshipped by his family but then over time they started to reduce the pujas probably you heard about this in this temple though they started to cut down the RTV so they started to cut down so that they were finally doing like just one puja a day and then one puja a week. And then one puja every ekadasi. That's twice a month. Then finally one puja every full moon day. Like today is the full moon day. And then they reduced it to one puja every year. And the Sran Yatra day. And then one year, they forgot to do the Sran Yatra. And somehow this was a very big village known as Rajapur, the king's village, the king of the universe, lord of the universe. And there was a plague. And everyone in the village was wiped out. When we came here, there was only one resident. He was not born yet. And for, we don't know how many, maybe hundred years or more, the deity was neglected. Everyone was dead. So this was empty. And around 80 years ago, or something, 80, 100 years, I don't know exactly. I think it's like a town that started for 25 years now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was another... Uh, then, Patik Chattopadhyaya, uh, or short, Patik Chatterjee's, the British pronunciation. He was a Brahmin and he had a dream that Jagannath uh, was uh, in some kind of uh, anthill, a white ant, known as termites. And Jagannath is made out of what? Wood. And what do termites eat? 
So then this Jajaji came and took the villagers and they broke open the termite hill and found inside Jagannath Baladev and Subhadra. But they weren't eaten. So then he had them established, had the village donated money, built that first temple. And then he was getting really old after, you know, we all get old after time. And so then he was praying to Jagannath, who's going to take care of you? Because he wasn't uh, able to, you know, obviously he's going to leave his body, he was like 80 plus. And so even his children weren't so religious, they didn't know who's going to take care of So he prayed to the deity and the Jagannath Baladev Shivari came in his dream and said that they wanted to be worshipped by his son. Not too many deities from knocking on your door. <laughs> These are 500 year old practically like self-manifested deities. Tend to give the mercy to this devotee. So then he approached me as a local co-director if I wanted to take the deities responsibility. So what a great honor, 500 year old deities worshipped in the time of Lord Chaitanya, worshipped by great devotees. So it was a great honor and we agreed. But he had on the land which was the deity land, there were something like 20 owners. So everybody, somebody owned 5%, somebody owned 10%, somebody owned 1%. There like four brothers and they each had so many kids and daughters and then they had handed down over a few generations, so it was, it was a big effort to get everybody to sign. I was down to the last, last few percent. And the Pujari asked him when he can start worshipping. I said, well, let me, almost finish. Let's finish registering all the men. I mean, they were only too bureaucratic. So I suggested we just finish the registration over to a big, uh, Utsav and, uh, and he started to worship. Once we start, we should never stop. So then, three days later, the Pujari came back to me and he was crying. So what happened? He said, last night in my dream, I went to open up the temple of Jagannath to offer Vashanas. And Jagannath Baladev Subhadra were gone. And then I said, well, what happened? So I looked everywhere for them. Then I saw them walking across the field. And they looked back and said, you haven't fed us for three days. We're hungry. We're going to take Boga with Radhamarala. <laughs> so actually I had started worshipping them. I brought the Radha the Boga and the Tiffin Carrier and was offering. But I was afraid to tell you you told me not to start. But I told you once we started we don't stop. If you would have told me I would have said let's go for it. But anyway I said I stopped. I prayed I'm gonna get the sauce. Why did I start without permission? And then this thing happened. And I said, okay, we gotta start again quick, Jagannath's hungry. And then we since that time we were worshipping. I'm going to be hand over now to the head pujaris because they have all the more pastimes. One other pastime that I'm personally connected with. 
I'm still waiting for some dreams and things, but I'm too. But I definitely got the blessings yet. And one thing happened: all the managers come and approach me about coming up. Another manager, Ned Bujari, actually came to me. Said, "You see, we have there somewhere there's a there's a Govardhan Shila." So that some sannyasi came and gave his Govardhan Shila. And then the Pujari came to me and said that the night before the, the deities, after some days, they, they come to him. And they said that ever since you put that shell of Govardhan Shila, he's a mountain. He eats all our prasana, he eats all the bova. We're getting really hungry. And he doesn't even wait till the, you know, the bells are charging, he eats it all. There's nothing left for him. So what, what can we, you know, we gotta do something so we get our, our boga, our prashanta. We eat boga, we eat prashanta. So then, this, I had to deal with this management problem. But, you know, the thing is, we don't find it in the temple president right So I suggested to them that they offer separate plates. One plate for Govardhan and one plate for the, for Jagannath. So that Govardhan can have his own plate, not disturb their plate. <laughs> so since they've done that, I think, are they still doing that here? Yeah. But so far the deities haven't made any more complaints. These deities are very active. They're very much reciprocal with their devotees. If you commit an offense, we don't talk about that. But you're going to hear about different, even villagers. Even villagers have their relations with these, with these deities, night guards, pujaris. They're very merciful. So you hear, please make a prayer for your advancement in Krishna consciousness because they're very merciful. Hare Krishna.